Fabe, it is Wednesday the 8th of May, um, or at least it will be when this drops. We are recording this the night before, and of course, that means that it is Wildcard Wednesday of our Wildcard Week. <laughs> <laughs> so just for one week only, or maybe more if this, if this works, uh, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, um, we are dropping an absolute buttload of content on you guys like it is like like there is nothing like like we're a wrestling organization isn't it jay it definitely is <laughs> have, we, have we dropped the beard and bear i mean is it the jay fave podcast oh, network oof. presents the beard and bear power hour or is it just uh, jay fave well our, our sunday show is definitely beard and bear I think we've okay. established that. Um, that's the one that we do in the week and, and just sums everything up. We're going to be doing a summary show today um, that sums up a bit of what happened on Raw, probably some of it. There's probably going to be a bit of fallout, um, at least in the wrestling press, in regards to Raw. So there'll definitely be Raw content throughout the week, and I imagine the same will be the case with SmackDown as well. It's just there's so much happening in wrestling at the moment. Um, Jay is just come off of his progress wrestling tour um so just after we record this that was awesome yeah <laughs> um well without spoiling anything um definitely let's give it a 10 word review for this show what would you say oh i think you're gonna drop that one on me um <laughs> no it's 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 just pretty plainly it's the best uh, wrestling experience i've had that's and everyone should watch progress okay now that's that's over 10 but um yeah excellent um well we're gonna do a show entitled everyone should watch progress wrestling um that will be dropping on friday the reason that that will be dropping on friday even though we know the results now is that um that is the day that progress wrestling will be dropping the results of super strong style and we don't want to be that guy um, so, yeah. Just don't be a dick. Their main rule is don't be a dick. We're not going to be dicks. We are going to wait until they drop Super Strong Style in order to drop that. What we will be dropping, though, and may very well be on YouTube as you listen to this on Wednesday, is five reasons why you should watch um, Progress Wrestling. Um, that will be on YouTube. Um, it's a small snippet of the show that will be out on Friday. However... We would like to just kind of send that out there because Jay feels very, very strongly about this. However, also in wrestling is today on Wild Card Wednesday. Um, so we've got quite a few things to discuss, such as WWE interested in CM Punk again. 
Um, <laughs> Vince McMahon taking from NXT again. Again. Daniel Bryan possibly out with concussion. But now he's back because he's been cleared to wrestle, but again. Again, <laughs> yeah. Um, WWE draft will take place before SmackDown. Again. Um, that's SmackDown when it, be... when it moves over to um, Fox. I probably should Fox. have noted that better. And, of course, Jericho returns to New Japan Pro Wrestling again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know that again thing had worked so well, but um, I'm really glad I went with it. Jay, <laughs> Jay, what a what a what a weekend for wrestling! It's like it's like mon- it's like nothing happened for a few days, and then Monday, That's all right. of a sudden, there is just everything happened. Yeah, there is news just blowing all over our chests and into our hearts. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just run with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to run with that. I, I, I've said it now, and I'm not editing it out. Um, <laughs> of course, we would like to start um, in a bit of a traditional way and start talking um, about what happened on Raw last night. Um, of course, Raw um, came into this week. Um, it is... Yeah, where, where where is Raw this week? I don't even fucking know. Um <sighs> No, but don't they really started know. with the wild card. They did start with the wild card. Of course, um, estimated attendance for this type of city, a B-plus city, is 7,608. Um, average WWE Raw ticket price um, for the U.S. Bank Arena, which is where this took place, is $106. Um, the estimated live... Is it worth g- it? Well, is anything WWE puts out over 100, 100 fat ones? Um, do, do the kids still call it that? They will now. Yeah. Bringing it back. Yeah, bringing it back. <laughs> um, estimated live gate for WWE Raw this week, of course, is eight hundred and six thousand dollars four hundred and forty eight um a little bit at the end there um interesting thoughts the ratings coming out of this do remember that this is coming out of the worst performing raw for april 29th that is 2.158 million viewers that's the worst performing raw that wasn't a holiday clip show ever um its key competition is just continuing as well the nba playoffs at the eastern conference semi-finals um milwaukee bucks um at the Boston Celtics um, and the NBA playoffs at the Western Conference semifinals. Um, that was um, Golden State Warriors at Houston Rockets, along with the hashtag Met Gala, were all competition to roll this week. So expect those those numbers to just be. I reckon this could be the week that we find out that WWE Raw hasn't even managed two million views. What are you thinking? I'm going to agree with you with that one. Even though they do have the whole AJ, Seth Rollins things going off. Yeah. They just don't pull the reins anymore, do they? No, I don't think they do. I mean, in fact, um, going on to my first news point, and I do apologize for just chattering away at you for the first five minutes, Jay. Um, I know you've got plenty to say yourself. Um, But the first real news um, item of this week is that WWE did not upload any YouTube videos from last night's Raw. Um, episode until late in the show. Um, Dave Meltzer has speculated that this could be a way of them making up ratings um, as 
obviously if they're not posting on youtube while things happen on raw then of course more people may be inclined to actually change the channel and tune in will it work will it not Ooh, that is a good question um <clears throat> so starting off wild card what the hell jay <laughs> so wild card what, what does it mean it means that Top stars from SmackDown can come to SmackDown to Raw, and Raw top Raw stars can go to SmackDown okay. as they please. Okay. Right. So, what is the barometer for a top star? Uh, I would assume it's someone who they think is going to pull ratings. Okay. So they haven't actually said that there's any qualifying criteria in regards to this. So, for instance, no. we could be looking at a situation kind of three months down the line where. I don't know, um, Kofi doesn't want to work. Wait, is Kofi on Raw? Smackdown. Yeah, so Kofi doesn't want to work Monday. Um, neither does Daniel Bryan. So we end up with, I don't know. Heavy machinery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, I, I, could, I could probably see that coming. Um, I reckon it'll be. In fact, let's do a poll. When do you think heavy machinery will be the wild cards? Because, I mean, that's the point where the well is dry, isn't it? When do you reckon that'll be, uh, When they become tag team champions. <laughs> uh, fair play. Um, cool. So, what are your thoughts? Which thought will be well, go on. soon with the um, tournament that's happening on SmackDown. Yeah. With the tag team championships. So, yeah, no, I think they're the, probably the front runners as Vince is very, very high on them. Because they're fat. I mean, sorry, big. <laughs> he really likes big, sweaty men, doesn't he? He does. He, he really does. So Forbes say that the wild card rule is just WWE speak for, we screwed this up, so forget about the superstar shakeup for now. See you in 2020, lol. Um, yeah. Just like yeah, I guess that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, good old Forbes. I can only think that they've done this superstar shakeup, and now Fox have come back to them and said, "We don't know who we're going to get at this stage." Um, well, WWE are like, "Well, let's test them," and then we've had this wild card rule added. What is the point? of doing all of this draft stuff if they're just going to undo it whenever the hell they feel like it? Well, I suppose we could segue straight into the WWE draft before Fox with that one there, um, that well, yeah. when it would be. Um, obviously, Fox are going to have their names that they want moving up to SmackDown mm -hmm. to bring them the biggest ratings, but they need to sort out the ratings before it gets there because Fox can put out at any time. Yeah. So they need to get their ratings up and fast. Because, of course, be consistent. if they don't, then what we're going to be looking at is a situation where WWE could end up with SmackDown completely without a network, um, in which case their entire business model falls apart come October. Yep. Not necessarily a great time, especially if... Um, someone like AEW could then go over the top um, the following year with Fox. Yeah, I mean, if they consistently um, pull out ratings, say if they're just on the internet and people are tuning in every single week, or if, and they're pulling if, over, if the rumors are correct, two, three million if the views per show. If the rumors are correct and it's TNT, then 
you know, um, I'm pretty sure Turner wouldn't sign someone like AEW for longer than a year just because of what an absolute money money uh, sinkhole the WCW was in its um, in its last kind of five years. Um, so I imagine that even if he's convinced that he won't make the same mistake, that AEW won't make the same mistakes as um, WCW, I'm pretty sure that Time Warner and that lot will probably will probably need a bit more reassurance than that, of course. Um, Isn't it just the Turner uh, Network now? Um, it is the Turner <laughs> Network. Um, I don't think Ted is that involved in it at this stage. However, um, I definitely know that there are still some people who were part of the AOL Time Warner merger who um, are still on the various boards that control it. Um, okay. That's definitely going to have been the case. And I imagine that um, I imagine that WCW is a pretty much a horror story because it was the moment that Water had it. Um, it never made it never made a single penny um, from the moment that Eric Bischoff took it over because the amount of money being wasted on contracts never made a single penny. It was never in the never out of the red. So yeah. Um, but, sorry, moving back to um, A A E W A E W. Turner Network, it's been speculated they're going to have to pay the network to be on the network. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a crazy kind of TV deal. If they do have to pay the network yeah. to be on on the network, then that obviously means. How do they that... make any money from that? I mean, the revenue would be crap, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um... To put it bluntly. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, in that case, uh, I would imagine that they would only do it for the exposure for as long as they had to, and that they'd be waiting for somebody to kind of pick up on it, as it were, because someone would have to pick it up. And I can't imagine that that kind of contract is that lucrative. Um, they'd probably just fall straight off it um, as soon as they got an offer from anybody who would offer them money, which... Yeah, it says a lot about AEW, doesn't it? If they're having to pay for it, and it's not very good. What it's probably it says. just with the Turner Network. It's like, do we do we trust a wrestling company again? Will they they bring us the kind of cash that we're looking for? Hmm. This, that, and the other. Everything went wrong with WCW. But... Yeah, of course. I mean, WCW was a hot mess. I think we can certainly agree on that. So yeah, wild cards. Oh, yeah. Is it, does good it, idea, not a good idea. Yeah, does this get a thumbs up, thumbs down? Is this good, bad, or fucking stupid? At the moment, I'm going with fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with fucking stupid as well, actually. Yeah. But we'll have to see how it plays out in, in the later weeks and see if it does make, end up making sense. I just don't think it will. Yeah, of course. Um... Well, I mean, previously, just so you know, something else that WWE did um, this week um, was go to break during a promo. <laughs> the opening segment, <laughs> they went to a break during it. Um, on purpose or by accident? They they went on purpose. Um, right. Yeah. Who was cutting the promo? Um, this was At this was time, the man, this was the opening promo. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Vince's promo. So that's quite interesting. So yeah, much like um, much like WWE. Stay tuned for more talking. Hey, bear. What are you doing? Why, beard? 
I checking out Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Republic, and Stitcher, which is where you can find the Beard and Bear Power Hour. What wow. Do, I know. Isn't it just amazing? It is. We're on so many different platforms. I know. Were you aware we are also available on Twitter and YouTube? Crazy. Isn't it just that's why every single morning I like to go on those sites, unsubscribe, and then subscribe again so I can have that wonderful experience of subscribing over to and us. Over and again. Exactly. And you'll want to do that too. Definitely try subscribing. It feels great. And unsubscribing, subscribing again. <laughs> well, no, don't actually unsubscribe. <laughs> well, actually, just subscribe. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's we're, we're, we're happy to do that. Thanks. Bit of error. And we are back, and you did stay tuned for more talking there. So, <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. You have as much patience as the average WWE. No, you have no. You don't. Yeah, you need a lot more patience to be an average WWE. Um, I tell you what. Next time we've cut to break like that, um, Jay's going to have me in a rest hold that won't end for another four minutes. Sorry, Beard <laughs> is going to have me in a rest hold that won't end for four minutes. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley, I believe, were next, were they not? I've got Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley um, with AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah? That is what is next, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't think there's anything else to say about this Kofi Kingston situation, is there? He was there. Uh, he was and uh, got put in a match with Daniel Bryan, right? Yep, yep. So that would be the first um, WWE defense on Raw in God knows how long. Would it not? WWE title defense? Oh, no, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's the first true WWE championship. So, yeah. 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 Cool. Um, in a very, very long time. Um, when, was it, when was it taken over? Like three years ago? Something like that. Yeah. So an interesting, an interesting little sidebar there that the internet's jumped on because it's a tiny morsel of information in a sea of shit. Um, <laughs> so AJ Styles, Seth Rollins um, face Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Um, first off, let's start. How happy are you to see Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley on your TV at the moment? I mean, they're, oh, they're, they are just a team that just go. They they they're definitely trying their worst. You can't. I don't know if we can blame them fully. I mean, there are producers involved that make them wrestle the way they're wrestling. Sorry, WWE is produced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what to click there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, it's taken them a lot longer to click. I can tell you that fucking much at the moment. <laughs> Uh, what's the best thing about Raw at the moment Saffron is AJ Styles that and of course anything else is gone and no 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 carry on that and of course Michael Cole and um, Corey Graves for instance Michael Cole stating how well Seth Rollins and AJ Styles worked together um, Corey Graves then agreeing with him only to proceed to make points as to why they weren't working well together because he's Corey fucking Graves and can't keep more than one coherent thought in his head at any given fucking time. 
Um, he's, lost, he's lost the power of his hair. I think that's what it is. Do you reckon? Now that he doesn't look like yeah. an ice gem, he's not getting. He's not getting um, that. He's not getting sugar loaded thought treats. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just found our first T-shirt, Jay. Sugar loaded thought treats with a picture of Corey Graves' hair on top of it. Uh, make it a thing. Make it a thing. The internet. Excellent. We need to get that printed. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Uh, Pro wrestling tees, here it comes. Yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, is AJ ever going to turn heel? Um, I mean, it's kind of understood that AJ is going to be the one to turn heel here. Yeah, I mean, he does keep. He, kept, he walked away from Seth Rollins in the tag team match, so he's looking a bit heely at the moment. Yeah, I mean, are they ever going to make him all the way heel, or do you reckon this is just a swerve? And uh, the, they, the, they don't have any heels on Raw. Well, really, no top heels. The ultimate heel could turn could come from Seth Rollins. I'm still kind of hoping that that's the case. Um, no, he's uh, a very, very good heel. He's, in my opinion, he's one of the best heels of the last five years. Um, I mean, I would have actually said the best heel of the last five years on the WWE product who isn't working for another company if it wasn't for the fact that of course we had Daniel Bryan's heel turn in the last in the last eighteen months. So well in the last six months. So I mean, yeah, I, I absolutely adore Seth Rollins as a heel. He has absolutely fuck all personality as a face, as most of the faces don't. Yeah, I know. I like your idea of a swerve, but it's too obvious, isn't it? Is it too obvious? It's too well, obvious. It's, it's, too it's obvious. less. It's, right, le- so the, it's less obvious than less AJ, obvious Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, and you know what WWE are like for doing the contra- contrarian thing. I think I think he's more likely to turn than AJ Styles to some degree because I think Seth Rollins will sell T-shirts whether he's a heel or a face. I think AJ Styles has a lot of buy-in from parents and kids which if he starts acting like a complete prick um, will drop his merch sales. And I don't think there will be a sizable increase in Seth Rollins t-shirt sales to, um, to match it. I like your way of thinking. Mm. I like your way of thinking of how they're going to do that. No, that's, that's a very good point you've made there. There you go. Um, WWE, I am available for hire when it comes to marketing strategies. Just <laughs> give me a call um, when Fox decides to drop you. Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on this AJ and um, this AJ and Seth situation? Um, no, not really. I'm just looking forward to the, to the great match they will eventually put on. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it doesn't turn out into a shit show like AJ and Shinsuke. The re- yeah. yeah, the results, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. That, um, yeah, they do do that. It's like, oh well, it was a face versus face match. We hate face versus face match, so um, we'll make sure that this only goes seven minutes. Isn't very good, and then someone low blows the other one at an end and stops speaking English. Um, <laughs> of course, that wouldn't be a problem if um, Bobby Lashley um, was, in fact, inserted in this feud because he never actually fully coherently speaks English. Um, regardless of that, him and Baron Corbin took the victory in this situation um, because he did. Because of course, AJ Styles left. Yes, he did. Death row is high and dry. <laughs> Um, Braun Strowman continues his feud with Sami Zayn. Um, 
by, of course, um, popping him in a trash tr- uh, dumpster, I believe, or some kind of yeah. bin. He was all inside there, apparently, and just pulled him in. Oh, okay. Fair play. Um, yeah, but are you not loving Sammy Zane's promos? Um, I haven't actually had much of a chance to observe his, his promos. Is he any good? Uh, I mean, the way he speaks to the fans is it's quite good, how he just trashes them, or just comes out and tells them you're not worth it and walks off again. I think that's quite yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool, like Lacey Evans, but with words. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's dropped its underdog gimmick, which is good to see. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to finally see the underdog gimmick gone. Um, he's... He's not an underdog at this stage, or shouldn't be an underdog. He should. He wasn't an underdog when he left NXT. To be honest, he was a phenomenal. Is phenomenal athlete. The only thing I think that that kind of caused the underdog gimmick to be there for so long is because WWE were unsure based on the fact that he likes to blow his shoulder out on his way to the ring, um, <laughs> and they wanted to make sure he wasn't injury prone. Um, cool. And now he's just come back from an injury. Yeah. Um, again. So let's see where that goes. <laughs> well, um, but haven't we seen Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman before? Yes. It's just reverse. He's been, Braun Strowman is now face and now he's healed. We have indeed. However, we've also seen people thrown into bins before, and it's usually a method of writing people <laughs> off television or alternatively um, throwing them off the ramp. Um, and as this didn't go off the ramp, it may cause Sami Zayn to just disappear um, as bins into in, the abyss yeah. of the bin yeah, yeah wwe are known to known to do that um it's almost as much of a dead cert in regards to writing someone off television as finding a bold guy and hitting him with a car um props to goldberg and steve austin twice um lucha house party defeated local competitors um, three of them. Three of three them. Three of them. They have been named. They have some talents. They have been named as. Have they? Yep. They were local superstars. Something. Somethings. And something. Um, I'll be honest. I. I mean. Ah. Yeah. There we go. One, two, and three. <laughs> no, of course. I. I am joking. I. I do apologise to, of course, Randall Floyd, Shane Mercer, and the immaculate Mike. Mikas, um, who were the three local talents in question. Um, obviously, squash matches. Do they have a place on Raw? No. Do they have a place on a three-hour Raw that's stalling for time? Oh, I thought you meant, does Lucha have a party have a place on Raw? I meant no. Squash matches, I guess so. Yeah. Cool. Um, Bobby Roode, Ricochet, um, followed this up. Robert Roode. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I just really like calling him Bobby. Um, <laughs> so, Robert Roode, um, obviously, with his new moustache, new gimmick, um, he, won, he went out there fresh to impress us all and did so by losing. That makes it 1-1, doesn't it? Does that make it 1-1? It does. Uh, so, Money in the Bank will be the third installment. Okay, cool. I would assume. Cool. Um, well, let's hope that they... Oh, no, wait there. One second. I am totally wrong, because Ricochet is in the Money Bank ladder match, isn't he? He is, yeah. He is. Mm. 
They put his money in the bank uh, spot on the line in order to the have line. the match yeah. um, as Bobby Roode was go- Robert Roode was going to replace him. Um, and yeah, it's just like one of those matches. Yeah. Um, apparently it's, it's WWE um, giving up on Bobby Roode, Robert Roode once again and forgetting to tell him last week. Um, it seems to be the... Bobby, Robbie, Robert, Rude. Bobby, Robbie, Rob, Rob, Robbly Bobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Another waste of talent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe, um, well, Forbes state that um, Samoa Joe can't help but feel like he's getting old when he's at the point of his career where he's, when he's cutting promos on his peers' grown children. Um, so that's an interesting thought. Um, then there was some woman stuff. Some woman Jay, stuff. That's your, that's your cue. So that's, uh, Lacey Evans versus no one. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a woman's right. Very short match. Hmm. Not much to say about how, it. How did, uh, Ali, how did Ali Katrina? Yes, that's a pound back. How did Ali Katrina do against Lacey Evans? It looks a bit like squash, but it was a cross squash match, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. I just wanted to name Ali Katrina so that I didn't owe you. Um, so I owed you one pound less. Um, cool. The Viking Raiders. Um, and Kurt Hawkins. And you forgot cool? about Natalia, Dana Brooke, Alexa Bliss, and also Naomi. Who? We're watching the match. <laughs> oh well, that's cool. That's cool. So um, here's some money for me. <laughs> I didn't want to mention. Yeah, so the match I didn't was want to mention that two minutes. Long. I didn't want to mention that because yeah. this isn't the people who watch wrestling podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. If it was the people who watch wrestling podcast, I'd be much more interested on speculating as to um, how the hell green shirt guy manages to get that same seat every single pay per view. This this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, how does he do how that? How does he do that? I mean, is he is he gifted these seats? Yeah. Does he? just know how to and when to buy that seat. Do you reckon he's like the president? Does he have some kind of formula? Maybe he's the president of like Ticketmaster or something. Ah, that could be well, um, and he And he works from his hotel room. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> um, Always a possibility. Well, of course, if you are a listener, green shirt guy, um, please feel free to um, get in contact with us on Twitter and just let us know how the hell you get such great seats. Um, that also goes to um, a lesser extent to a long-haired guy who's occasionally seen with his sister slash mother. We're not quite sure which. Um, and he used to look like a vampire, but now does not. Yeah, really like what you're doing with I your look at the moment, buddy. It's good. Um, cool. Viking Raiders versus Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah. Um, yep. Viking Raiders won. Um, good. What a surprise. Yeah, but very, very good. Um, Bray Wyatt's fight. Which then puts him in line for a title shot, clearly. Well, yeah, it does. Um, Yeah, I'm quite happy with this Viking Raiders thing now that they've got the ridiculousness of the Viking experience out of the way. Um, They appear to be making quite a few waves. I was a big fan of them in NJPW um, when they were War Machine, I believe. Correct. 
Excellent. They were war machines, yes. Excellent. And now they're the um, Viking something. Raiders. Raiders, yep. Um, yeah. I just... Um, I'm just glad that they didn't decide to go with um, with the machine raiders, um. <laughs> <laughs> because it would have made absolutely no sense, even more than their name now. If they were going against, if they were going against heavy machinery, they could have come in as the machine raiders. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See what you did there. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Yep, that's our second T-shirt, the Machine Raiders. Right, Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse episode three also aired. It did. What are your thoughts on this? What's going on with Bray Wyatt? Jay. Yeah. <laughs> what did I just have to hear? Oh, I'm just re-watching the, um, the promo. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm glad that you told me as the guy who has to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing now is, is, is re-watching that promo um, from, from Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, while Jay does that, I will tell you what happened. Bray Wyatt came in. Um, the rabbit, the rampant rabbit, was killed, um, and Sister Abby shouted at Mercy, the buzzard who killed him. Um, then Bray said something, and I don't know. It's all becoming a bit of a blur now. He said, yowie, wowie. He says, yowie, wowie. Um, and then a bunch of bored-looking kids sit around while he waves and smiles and wears some sunglasses. Um, I really like the segment. Um, I like the whole buzzard thing, um, killing the rampant rabbit. I think the rampant rabbit has something interesting to do with his past. We might be looking at his mother, his father, and his, um, and his cult leader, perhaps, or mentor. I don't know. Um, not quite sure as to what these characters each represent, but I think it's quite clear that what we're seeing now is a lot closer to Bray Wyatt than we originally thought it would be, given week one. Would that be your thoughts, Jay? I would say so. Yeah. It looks like it's vastly going towards um, becoming Bray Wyatt again. Um, quite possibly, or it's Bray Wyatt. When I mean, it's already still Bray Wyatt, but... Yeah, it's but he's got this mask on where he's I'd... pretending to be good and pretending to be someone you can look up to. Hmm. Which brings him back to his cult thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that it could be something to do with that. It could be a recruitment tool, perhaps. Um, this could be how he recruited so many children at one point when he had the whole world in his hands um, and then lost repeatedly to everyone afterwards. Um, <laughs> this could be some some kind of reference to that. I think we're definitely getting some Bray Wyatt backstory, and I think there is that there's probably more meat to this character than has ever been revealed previously. Um, it's definite that Abby the Witch, obviously, is Sister Abigail. Um, that's that's fairly obvious. Um, Wayland Mercy is Mercy the Buzzard, as many people are saying, or at least he's named after um, Mercy the Buzzard. Um, I believe WWE actually referenced this on This Week in 
WWE a little while ago. Um, so, which would have been last last week on WWE. Um, yeah, it's it's a really exciting segment. There's been some. Um, there's been a lot of fascination about it. Um, Bray Wyatt has said that he is. Um, I've decided to drop the answer to the game next Monday. Some of you have come eerily close, but no one has cracked the code. Until the grand reveal, I have decided to give some clues. Hashtag Firefly Funhouse. Um, one, treat it more as a poem than statement. Two, it begins with a question answered vaguely several lines later. Three, limbo. So there we go. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Definitely through the thought. Um, yeah. What else can you say? It's very, very peculiar, isn't it? Um, Bray Wyatt also... Um, he did eight consecutive backstage promos where one sentence didn't belong in each of them, but together they made up a secret message. That was in 2015, and nobody realized what they were. Um, so, yeah, we never look hard enough, but the first one to get it wins a prize. So a lot of people are wondering what that was. Um, obviously, it's interesting for Bray Wyatt to be commenting on himself both out of and in of character, um, which I think is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Wasn't it from his promos in 2015 that he's speaking about? Could it have been? That's what I'm trying to wonder, because a lot of people are saying that it will be revealed next week. Um, he's saying it will be revealed next week as in next week's episode. So there's some speculation as to whether this is what we're going to see or I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Maybe next week's episode is just going to be, or maybe it's going to reference that from 2015 and answer the question. Or maybe it's just going to be on Twitter and be like, oh yeah, it was this. These two... <laughs> Hopefully he does it on Raw because it's the best thing in Raw at the moment. Yeah, apart from AJ yeah. and, and Steph. But I think that really, depends whether you enjoy rather creepy people in children's shows or not. I, for, I for one, <laughs> definitely prefer this over any form of wrestling. Um, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre face off each other after this. Um, so great. Yeah. Guess who wins? That's his unfinished business, right? Yeah, probably. I believe it's yeah. Roman Reigns. Yep, via disqualification. Fascinating. Carl um, Anderson and Luke Gallows face the revival. I mean, what? WWE, what are you doing? Like, you, you hate they're, these they're giving people. us what we want without giving us what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not quite sure what's going on there um, because who won? Um, by the looks of things, no one because the Usos came out and cut a promo. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so you've just had your two. You just had your two groups who are both bitching about being underutilized on the main card have their match interrupted by your champions who have been taking all of the limelight. Yeah, the bell rings. Uzo interrupt from the stage. Okay. And do an advert for 
a hair product by the looks of things. <laughs> nice. So Usos mm. are trying to go New Day, and yeah, um, the Revival and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows are being used as an example to the rest of the locker room as to what happens to talent who are unhappy. So make sure... Um, sure. You <laughs> yeah, make sure you and smile. And keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it to yourself. <laughs> Don't try and use any form of leverage unless you're Randy Orton. Um, yeah, there we go. Um Lesson learned, everyone. Yep. Lars Sullivan um, apparently was one segment too late and destroyed No Way Jose um, after this. <laughs> um, I don't think Lars Sullivan even knows if he's on Raw or SmackDown at this stage. Um, he was described as a wild card, but, I mean, that could be, like... He's meant to be on SmackDown. Is he, is he really... Because, yeah. 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 If, you, if you look at it on WWE.com, it will say SmackDown Superstar. This, this wildcard thing's stupid. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But at least, you know, no way Jose gets to get beat up again. Well, that's good, because there's no way that I would be that interested in watching him in a match. Because he irritates the fuck out of me. Well, no, he, he, he does irritate the fuck out of me. I never liked him in NXT anyway, so... Yeah, mm. that's good. Cool. Really enjoying Raw. <laughs> well, we do, of course, get a little bit of respite as we watch. <clears throat> now, this is billed as the WWE Championship WrestleMania rematch. We, we we don't have free matches though, do we? That was the plan. That was the plan. So Daniel Bryan's first match back from his suspected concussion. Suspected concussion, yeah. Is a rematch with Kofi Kingston for the WWE title, which is the SmackDown top title. Hmm. Fair play. So why not have it on SmackDown? I mean, the fans were still, well, <laughs> why? Why? I mean, why Why actually give the SmackDown fans what they paid for? Yeah, why? Why would you yeah. do that? Why not just put it on Raw and let them watch it on yeah. TV? No, that's, that's much better. That's much better. I mean, the best thing on the fucking card at the moment is already something that the fans have to watch from the arena. And they all look thrilled to be sat there watching Bray Wyatt's funhouse from within the arena. I mean, granted, I get it, but why they had to cut back during that, that segment this week as well. That's the first time they've cut to fans during a... a, a enjoying a funhouse segment and they all looked bored um just wanted to mention that um fan support for kofi mania though seems to still be continuing um good honeymoon period which is <clears throat> that's good because once it dies down that's when yeah of course of course so as yeah. long as the fans keep cheering for him he will be our champion until 2021 maybe even 2030 Fuck, he could be he could be the guy who's. I mean, he deserves a good run with the title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... but it's probably I'll probably say SummerSlam would be when. Yeah, probably. He yeah. drops I it. Mean... But that's still a pretty good run at NWB these days from WrestleMania to SummerSlam. It is. Um, here's what I would prefer. 
Time for Richard's fantasy booking. He's going to book like it's a fantasy. All right. So, <laughs> what I would do is have COVID. You've been watching South Park no, recently. No, this is just, <laughs> I, I, I only got four hours sleep last night. So, this is me on sleep deprivation mode. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah, what I would do is I would have Kofi slowly become more and more conceited over the course of his title reign and slowly drop the underdog idea where he's like on Twitter and all kind of woo, still the champ baby. Like he was after this match, which by the way, he won. Um, and actually starts to be a little bit more. Um, well, of course I won because I'm the fucking best and then see that get that Daniel Bryan situation get reversed and Daniel Bryan become the sympathetic character. That, to me, if they manage to do that, all will be forgiven for 2018. Because if there are two superstars who could manage to pull that off, it would be those two. And I think that it would be a bigger double turn. Um, yeah, it'd take longer, longer-term storytelling, but it would be a bigger double turn than um, the famous Stone Cold and Bret Hart one. Oh, I didn't say the rock. No, 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 no. Great heart. Okay. Well, that was. I thought the Stone Cold Rock was bigger, but. Um, no, no, that was an embarrassment. You know. Making making Stone Cold a heel. No, no, no. The biggest double turn was definitely, definitely, um, the blood match. Um, you know, the first blood match between those two, because it was all done with in-ring storytelling. That's my thoughts on it. No, I just thought that the Rock and Stone Cold had more shock value to it. Well, yeah, because it was fucking stupid. Didn't quite go over there, did no, it? No, no, it was fucking stupid. Why would you take Red Hot Stone Cold and have it? In fact, the fans the fans in attendance didn't even fucking know that it was a full-on heel turn because they thought the man had turned face. If you actually rewatch it, they're cheering McMahon and cheering Austin because the story. This, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's my thoughts. Um, okay. Anyway, anyway, good episode, bad episode. Looks fairly shit to me. I'm glad I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We didn't watch Raw. <laughs> I didn't say. Didn't say no, you it was didn't terrible. watch it. Um, anyway. Um, that's pretty much wrapping up Raw on this wildcard Wednesday. Um, yeah, I don't know how good that match was between Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Um, I've seen no one complain about it. So, yeah, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. You should probably watch it. See what, see <laughs> see what, what it's think. like. Um, mm. Is this product stale, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. There, there are much better alternatives. Uh, we'll be touching on that with our progress. We episode. will indeed. Um, so, also in wrestling, Vince is apparently taking from NXT again. Yeah. So this is this is something that I, I read uh, like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, what I'm thinking is if he does take it from again, from them again, it's it's going to hurt the product. They're going to have to reject their storylines yet again, like they had to do with. Um, war mm. Raiders experience Vikings thingy bobs um, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so they stopped taking top talent again from there, like they did with Ricochet and Alistair Black. Uh, they weren't really in storylines at the time, so it was it was like they were written out of it because they knew that there was going mm-hmm. up. That's how I see yeah. it. Even though Vince said, oh, let's just take them all and put them on, even though we had Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano in a very hot storyline at the time become a tag team, which made sense as there was perceived as faces, both of them, which really annoyed me. Um, it's just, if if they take from the top talent now, say it's top champion. Yeah. Again. Yeah. That would cause yeah. major issues. They were to take Johnny Gogano now. Mm. It would. I mean, that means Johnny Gogano would have to drop the title to Adam Cole at NXT TakeOver. Yep, and they'd probably have to do it after already appearing on the main product um, because, yep. of course, NXT is taped. Uh, and as a result, we would already know the answer to that entire issue before it happened. And then he would be vastly underutilized on the main roster. Um, I can't I can't see any advantage to this at this point. But what if they take John Gogano and Undisputed Era and put them up at the same time? That completely destroys the main event picture. Again. Yeah. Um, Vince, get your fucking paws out of Triple H's cookie jar, mate. Wind your neck in. <laughs> yeah, wind your neck in, yeah. Vince. Um, other Vince McMahon news is, of course, the most recent... Um, sorry, unless you had anything else to say on that NXT thing. No, Other Vince McMahon um, news this week is that um, Twitter user Alan Cheapshot has started a new Twitter thread that went viral telling stories from um, Bruce Pritchard's archive um, in regards to Vince McMahon. Giving you some of these um, because it was very, very popular. Um, Vince hates sneezing. When someone sneezes, he yells at them and tells them to control themselves. On rare occasions, Vince sneezes. He angrily mutters to himself and loses focus for a few minutes. Um, that was um, that has been revealed on both um, Paul Heyman's um, Paul Heyman's interview on Jericho's podcast, as well as um, often mentioned um, on Bruce Pritchard's whatever his podcast is called, something to wrestle with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. He's probably somewhere there in the back of the internet. So, like, if someone has hay fever and have a sneezing fit, they get God fired. damn it, control yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Vince once raced former WWE writer Court Bauer on an open highway. Vince boxed in Court so that Court was heading straight for road construction. Court had to slam on the brakes to avoid an accident. Vince sped off having won the race by almost killing him. Um, <clears throat> there are more of these. Are you quite happy for me to just continue? Because there's quite a yeah, it's yeah. quite funny. Um, yeah. yeah, Vince invited. <laughs> this one's a true one, actually. Uh, well, I've heard this story um, definitely from different people. Vince invited Mark Henry to a workout session. Bear in mind that Mark Henry's claim as the world's strongest man is based on the fact that he's the only man to have competed at top level Olympic lifting, powerlifting, and strongman competitions. Vince tried to outrep him on every exercise. Henry went along with it because he's competitive and even admitted that Vince tested him a little bit. Mark says that he actually quit before Vince did. Vince phoned Mark in great pain and admitted he had made a terrible mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Vince is a crazy guy. He is indeed. <laughs> um, Tiger Ali Singh complained to Vince about making him wear a turban and traditional Indian garb, telling him it was offensive to his people and a de- desecration. Vince replied, you and Dilo are going to put on those fucking turbos, turbans. I don't care about <laughs> desecration. Vince, as a prank, these are all from Alan Cheapshot. That's at Alan underscore Cheapshot, by the way. Um, His views do not necessarily represent ours. Vince, as a prank, as a prank, sorry, had real police arrest Jonathan Coachman for running a betting pool at work. Coach said when the cop car finally turned around and brought him back to WWE HQ, he openly wept in both relief and rage i would strongly recommend seeking out um bruce pritchard's telling of that story it is one of the most hilarious tellings of a story you've ever heard especially if you hate jonathan coachman because he was not he did he he comes across quite quite pathetically in that entire story uh moving on daniel bryan concussion what's he been doing to get a concussion then but it was speculated they got concussion in his match against Kofi Kingston. But I'm just thinking that he just been asking to work less dates, and after he lost the title, he just got a bit of time off. Hmm. Possibly. I mean, do do we know what he would have done to cause that? Not really. I mean, I've I've watched the match, I believe, three times mm. now, and I can't see anything really that would suggest that he would have got concussion. The only thing that would have looked painful was when Kofi Kingston um, watched that uh, move where he does the stomp on the chest and he landed directly into his sternum, but that's not his head. Mm. So, yeah, it's just speculation, yeah, isn't it? Really? I, mean, I mean, did he have a concussion? Is he just working less dates? Yeah, that's that's the question, isn't it? Because he's still working a really hard style. He hasn't changed his style. He's yeah, still well, he's not doing the diving headbutt anymore, is he? So. Yeah, he's not doing the di- diving headbutt, so he doesn't really do like toe pairs or anything yeah. like that. But. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to chalk this up to the internet bullshit machine um, for now until somebody actively comes out and says that that's the case. Um, I, think, yeah, I think that's no all we can do. Actually... It's just pure speculation. Of course, we've already mentioned that the WWE draft will take place before SmackDown. Fox are obviously going to want to dip their wick into that one and really put their opinions forward. So, yay, Fox, I guess. I, 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 I mean, they already moved Andrea back Andrade. to SmackDown. Andrade, You're thank welcome. you. Um, and, and Vega. Back to SmackDown. Mm, of course, and then they had to... WWE recently... Um, well, Bruce Pritchard again recently revealed that WWE does have a policy in regards to spouses who travel together. So, of course, her real-life um, husband, Alistair Black, was then moved to SmackDown mm-hmm. in order to incorporate breaking up um, Blackashay for the foreseeable future, or at least until Wildcard um, causes them to team up again, because why the hell not, apparently... <laughs> Um, in the meantime, um, Akada and Jericho. Yes. Wow. Um, that is quite an announcement. Um, that's going to be at Dominion. Um, that is Dominion traditionally held at Osaka Hall, I believe. Um, that is a New Japan pro wrestling event. I'm going to get some stats up while Jay gives me the meat of this story. 
Um, basically, uh, Jericho just posted a video, a promo video, saying that he will be challenging uh, Okada. He has no means to do that. He's just Jericho. It will be the Painmaker versus the Rainmaker, as it's being built. Excellent. Um, I mean, this is this is June 9th, so we're only a month away from this. Um, I mean, you've already got some great matches already kind of kind of listed for this. Um, of course, you've got Ishii versus Taichi. Taichi is on absolute fire at the moment as the never open weight champion. Um, he has put on possibly one of the best years um, of any up-and-comers, um, any up-and-comers kind of, career since Kota just Ibushi. needs to drop that mining gimmick well yeah that's that's really well, stupid and obviously plays well with the ladies um because it sure as fuck isn't playing well with anyone else um Ishii, of course um would be a great never open weight champion i think um anybody who hasn't heard the legend of the stone pitbull hasn't been paying attention to new japan pro wrestling in any way shape or form that guy is if you don't know what he is he's like a pillar box covered in flesh that guy can just <laughs> he really is that guy can take an absolute ass whooping and still use you as a toothpick afterwards that guy is and dish it back out as well that yeah guy if i saw if i is. saw him walking towards me with any look on his face i'd shit my pants he is one hell of a, a hell of a strong style wrestler um of course tetsuya naito um will be going up against Kota Ibushi in a rematch for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Kota Ibushi just gets better and better every time I see him. Um, he put in a really, really, really good show at Pro Wrestling Duntaku. Um, really, really good stuff. Um, and of course, Tetsuya Naito has continuously been on fire um, for the last year or so as the leader of Los Ingobernables de Japan. Um, and of course, Chris Jericho, AEW alumni, heading to Dominion versus Okada. I mean, I said he doesn't do anything. He's kind of on a winning streak at the moment, isn't he? Jericho, yeah. Um, I mean, he's lost. He's lost what one match um, since since appearing in New Japan Pro Wrestling. No, sorry, three matches since <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. Two matches. He's lost two, one, two. There we go. I got the results in the end. Um, but my speculation is. Because Omega has um, a contract saying he can still work for New Japan Pro mm. Wrestling if he wants mm. to. Building their match, mm. would we see Omega help Okada win? That would be... Which would then be telling for their story as well. That would be very interesting. That would be very, very interesting. Um, I think that would depend on how far Chris Jericho would be willing to take such a match. Um, the one thing that you can say about the classics between Okada and Omega is that they always honoured each other in regards to how they would how they would approach the match if that makes sense nobody ever went too far in regards to cheating cutting corners um i don't think that you're going to get the same kind of thing from um chris jericho at all i don't think he would ever pay um okada the same um the same kind of respect that him and omega paid each other um yeah exactly so 
Yeah, I think that's. I mean, if AEW can can cut us with some kind of deal with that, I mean, they're already um, using indie shows to build their match. Why not do it on one of the biggest stages? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why not at all? Um, I I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, any match with Chris Jericho in it is. Um, already generates a lot of speculation any match uh, he's done he's he's approached this perfectly has he not he's 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 made sporadic appearances as a wrestler over the last year i mean who would say that one of the most over wrestlers in 2019 would be a guy who hasn't actually performed on a full-time schedule since he did his list promo against his list piece against Kevin Owens. Like this is a guy who knows that people wants to see him and gives them just enough for him to be in their head. Um, but yeah, he's only had five matches in the last year. I mean that yeah, you're using your assets. Yeah. Isn't it? Probably getting paid a lot of money. But for he's it saying as well. that he's getting paid more money than he's ever been paid in his entire life. Um, on a per match per match basis he's he's said that on his podcast numerous times um it's certainly the case with AEW um reportedly being offered um at 3 million per calendar year um at last estimates um for that um which basically puts him pretty much on Randy Orton money um Oh no! Even beyond Randy, no, no, no it's, it's Randy Orton money, um, or speculatively Randy Orton money. Overall, those three years are going to net him as much as year of being John Cena during John Cena's prime. Which, I mean, considering it's Chris fucking Jericho and the guy's like what forty nine now. Um, Is he? I want to say forty seven. Actually, when are we looking at? Yeah, no, 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 forty nine. I was bang on. Um, He's 49 this year on November the 9th. Considering it's Chris fucking Jericho, I mean, that's that's something. Um, that really is, isn't it? I mean, he could wrestle for the next five years and then just keep doing music, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, he doesn't actually have to work. And his cruises. I mean, I mean, how, how much money do you think he's making from his Those cruises? Those cruises will be worth Probably shitloads. They really will. And then wrestling on top of that. I mean, the guy's mm. minted. Yeah, he deserves it as well. That's understandable. Um, I completely agree. He is. He's completely changed the game. Him. He's. He's up there for me um, with Kenny Omega, um, Cody Rhodes um, as somebody who has completely changed the way this business has worked within the last five years. Um, he is one of those people, and to a lesser extent, Rey Mysterio, of course, um, who as a free agent um, was making massive, massive gains for himself as well. So. Honourable mention, Rey yeah, Mysterio. Yeah, honourable mention. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, it is now the seventeenth birthday of. Well, on the sixth of May. Well, yesterday. okay, yeah. So. Okay, so Monday, the sixth <laughs> of May, was the seventeenth birthday of the brand. WWE. This, of course, was on the back of legal action um, way back in 2000, well, that started in 1997 and was finally settled in 2002 in regards to WWE's trademark name WWF, um, which 
caused WWE to accept smaller level of liability, providing that for the following 10 years, they promoted themselves historically as WWE and, of course, moving forward as WWE permanently. Um, Getting, getting the, the F, F out. out. Indeed, um, one of the interesting factors about all of this is that it just seems weird saying WWF now, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I know what I mean. It's been WWE for so long now. We've been out really tense to yeah. WWF. Um, Unless we're talking about something that's really old, McGill. WWE, yeah. well, F, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, getting, one of those weird situations where it has just changed. It kind of has just become part of the lexicon, and it just feels weird to go back. But, yeah, um, WWE, uh, I mean, this time, several years ago, um, at that point, we're talking 2002, and it was, of course, this month, the 17th anniversary of WWE Judgment Day 2000. As a result, quite a stacked card considered one of the better pay-per-views of that period. Um, and you'll have to leave it to yourself um, as to whether I'm being sarcastic or not. First match, William Regal defeated D'Lo Brown for the um, European Championship, 6 minutes 22. Um, Eddie Guerrero defeated Rob Van Dam in one hell of a Mac Classic. That was 10 minutes 17 seconds. Um, Trish Stratus with Bubba Ray Dudley defeated Stacey Keebler um, with Deacon Batista in 3 minutes. Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman defeated the Hardy Boys. 3 minutes. Yeah, 3 minutes they were afforded. That was for the the women's championship um sorry the wwe women's championship it was called and uh, which which must be a typo because they've never had one of those before um before they had the current titles <laughs> um <laughs> women's women <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> um, brock lesnar and paul Heyman as a tag team defeated the hardy boys um that was in a tag team match that lasted just under five minutes stone cold steve austin defeated the Big Show and Ric Flair in a handicap match lasting 15 minutes, 36 seconds. Edge, Kurt Angle, hair versus hair match, 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, you must remember this match. Um, absolutely fantastic. His hair back. never grew back. It was very, very strange. It was, I mean, this match was so good that the stipulation <laughs> extended into forever. For the rest of his career. Um, <laughs> That's living the yeah, cafe. That is right exactly there. it. Um, in truth, <laughs> of course, it was revealed recently on um, a Bruce Pritchard podcast that um, the Kurt Angle had been needing to cut his hair for quite a while, um, and Vince McMahon really hates people cutting hair that's been part of their image for a while without having a hair versus hair match. Um, well, Vince McMahon in league with Bruce Pritchard himself. Now that Bruce Pritchard's back, we can, of course, expect a hair versus hair back match every single time that somebody needs to shave their head from now until the end of time. So we can expect that. Um, there was, of course, a Hell in a Cell match between Triple H and Chris Jericho. 24 minutes and 31 seconds. Of course, it's the longest match on the card. It features Triple H and it is in the early noughties. Um, that is quite an interesting match um, and definitely worth a rewatch if you've got the network. Um, and then you should probably stop it there. And the reason you should stop it there 
is because the following matches are Rico and Rikishi versus Billy and Chuck for the WWE Tag Team Championship. That is your three minutes and 50 second piss break match. And that is followed by The Undertaker facing Hollywood Hogan in possibly one of the worst matches of that reign that doesn't involve Diamond Dallas Page. Definitely go out of your way to watch that pay-per-view as a total package. It is worth seeing. It is our historical wrestling pick of the week. That's a new thing I'm doing. Do you like it? Yay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, cool. that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. It's all top of the dome, mate. Top of the dome. I was thinking of doing something like that because I have so much yeah. content now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've kind Pretty of started like off there, haven't I? So. Yeah, yeah, Judgment Day 2002 is week one's historical content pick of the week. Um, if you feel If you feel like gathering one for next week... Definitely do. Ideally, if I you will. can tie it into the date, even better. Um, so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> we just like to, you know, trade, trade, trade cliff notes on the fly. Um, right then, I've got a note here that says fans now not. <laughs> that is a good yeah. note you've got there. <laughs> Any uh, idea what this is referring so to? So I think that. I th- I think I think what this is is fans have now lost interest in uh, WWE. Yeah, I didn't finish again. that finish that sentence. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely what I was going to say. Jay, if you want to, if you just want to somehow find a way to link this into our first subject, which was the shit ratings on Raw. But no, give it. This is Jay's opinion <laughs> of the week. Thanks. So I'm taking the reins on awesome. this one. Always works. Okay. <laughs> So I had a thought, basically. <clears throat> so fans have lost interest in WWE um, because it's not the WrestleMania season, basically. So uh, Triple H needs to take the reins because Vince obviously doesn't know what the hell he's doing anymore. Okay. Yeah. Right, Rich? Yeah. That's, um... yeah, so this is pure speculation, obviously. Um, I, don't, I think he understands what the fans hmm. want. Um, but if that does happen, who will take over NXT? Any thoughts on that, Rich? Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard would probably be the right guy. Um, definitely from a booking perspective. However, I don't think I don't think that Vince McMahon would necessarily fully hand him over the reins, um, the Roman reins. No, 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 just the NXT reins. Um, I don't think it. Okay, so Vince yeah. died, <laughs> and Triple H was handed the reins. I think you'd be looking at. I think you'd be looking at most likely, probably. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, probably Pritchard and Patterson. Is Patterson still alive? Hello. Uh, sort of. But I missed all of that. You went. Oh, I do apologise. I was saying I, I think it'd probably be Pritchard and Patterson. I don't think you should put Patterson in there. He just sits in the corner and just says yeah, things. Yeah, but he does people. block out matches. <laughs> yeah, he does that. But it could be. Um, you could just leave it in the hands of Shawn Michaels. To be fair. 
you could leave in a hand of Shawn Michaels. That would be. But I would really imagine they'd probably but... send Brucey over anyway, um, or somebody of that ilk. He'd need somebody who knew the wrestling tradition like he does um, and that he trusted from the main roster um, or the main production crew to move over. Um, yeah, it seems likely that it will be Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard's NXT. Or they could shut NXT and integrate them into the brand and still have the performance center but build up new stars they wouldn't have they wouldn't before putting they wouldn't the have the hours of television for that amount of talent they barely have the hours of television for the talent that they've got i mean they have exactly so you would have to release all the dead weight oh yeah yeah just and there's quite a lot of that okay about. let's name some dead weight no way jose Dead yeah, way. okay. He, he can't make anything of himself in AEW. Next. Lol Sullivan, dead weight. No, he, 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 he'd, definitely have, he'd definitely have a good run as a heel in any of the big in any of the big areas just through good booking. And to be honest, I rate Lars Sullivan. Not as oh, a wrestler, yeah. as an um, image. That's just my opinion. He could be the next. He could be the next right. Braun Strowman. The simple fact is, two years ago we were saying that Braun Strowman, not on this podcast, but probably on another one, um, we're saying that we're saying that um, Lars Sullivan, um, that, sorry, that Braun Strowman was too was too green to be doing what he was doing, and now we talk about him as a main event player or an upper mid card player, like it's the most natural thing in the world. Mm. I mean, they're all building up with all these squashes and beating people up, but he needs to have a match, a lengthy match, to to then prove his worth. I think. Who, Lars Sullivan or Braun Strowman? Yeah, okay. Lars Sullivan. Um, of course, this is just a preview for a game that will be starting next week called "Who Said It, Lars or Braun?" No, I'm only really joking. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, who else? Who else we got? Who else have we got? That guy does air guitar. Let me get rid of him in NXT. I've forgotten his oh, name already. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's, uh, pretty much you're you're naming novelty acts at the moment. Yeah, I'm not too big on these gimmick okay. things. Okay. Um, what about that guy <laughs> whose gimmick is that he shaved his mus- he shaved his beard off and had a mustache? <laughs> Would that be Robert Roode? Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, as someone who never watches NXT, in fact, it's the only thing I watch, but I'm doing a bit. Um, as somebody who never watches NXT, um, I would definitely have to say that the only relevant thing I've seen him do is being being Jose's conga line for the past two years. Huh? Who's that? Robert Reed. Sorry, I think we're talking about. All oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was part of that. That was stupid. No, I'm only joking. Robert Roode isn't dead weight. But, no, I see your point. I see He's your point. Although I do like some of the stupid gimmicks. I really like Lacey Evans. I do. I, I, think, she's, I, think, she's, I think she really classes up the joint. This isn't a bit. This isn't a bit. This is genuine. I do actually rate Lacey Evans. I liked Lacey Evans on NXT. I think she was brought too soon. Um, um, I think she's been thrown into the main event picture slightly too yeah, soon. Yeah, but as a gay man, I kind of rate how she dresses. I think she is working that style. <laughs> 
Well, the fifty yeah. style. I like retro. No, she gets hot. What? But still too soon. Yeah, yeah, probably. But she get well. It depends because all she's on the roster doing now is looking good in fifties clothes, which is fine. Carries on doing that. That's great. Just don't call her a wrestler. Then she gets the title, <laughs> and everyone's it happy. It would be an iconic thing for them to do. Um, Lol, Lol. puns. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's leave that there. We can go back to deadweight session next week on the <laughs> yeah, podcast. We'll be naming five deadweights on every podcast until there is no more deadweight. Um, cool. CM Punk. WWE apparently interested oh, yeah. in CM, CM Punk. Punk. Apparently interested. Probably don't want him to get into AEW, but he's probably not going to AEW anyway. Mm. They're just collecting people, trying to collect people so they don't end up with that, that company. CM Punk in my CM opinion. Punk's gonna have a lot of fun then, isn't he? Because I mean CM Punk would love to wind up Vince McMahon. So I mean surely the best thing to do would be to wind Vince McMahon up, get him to offer more and more and more money until Vince McMahon offers an absolutely insane amount of money, turn it down and then go and work for Lucha Underground. <laughs> <laughs> just to piss him off. Just piss yeah, everybody off. That's what I'd do. And, and not even as a wrestler, like sweeping the floors or something. Like, yeah, or put himself under a mask on Lucha Underground. Yeah, he's never done that before. No, never, apparently. Um, Goldberg. He's never. Goldberg is a good example of this, isn't he? He is a very good example of this because obviously they were interested in him. That's a- yeah. AEW. And yeah. money on the table, but he's signed with WWE for Brown Jewel number two. Yep. Coming up in June. Um, have they actually called it Crown Jewel? Um, don't think so. So Not technically, officially. it's Saudi Arabia Bloodbath 3, then, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Blood, Blood Money, Money 3. Three. Yeah, that's what we're calling it. This is yeah. now called Blood Money 3. Yeah. Um, I would like to apologize to the friends and family of any murdered people um, <laughs> for us <laughs> using that name. Murdered people. <laughs> well, we all know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know you're talking everybody, about. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think everyone knows who we're talking well, about, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's unfair for me to use that as a punchline, so I'm not going to, but at the at the same Fair time enough. at the same time I think blood money I think is a very very appropriate term. Um anybody who doesn't know who we're talking about, just look up Saudi Arabia. And then just hold your probably the first hold thing you find your head in your hands. Just just yeah. This <laughs> This has been a very big mistake for WWE, hasn't it? I mean, it's like, basically... They're contracted to a certain amount of appearances, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, it's two a year. It's two a year until 2030. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And if they and back if they, out, yeah, well, off. <laughs> if they back out, then um, they basically will struggle to work in the Middle East ever again. 
um, because they're even though not every country is in bed with Saudi Arabia um, like the um, like the US is financially um, in the Middle East um, they in Arabic countries, uh, there is a very strong focus on the honour of one's word, and it would it would certainly it would certainly lead to them being seen as the kind of people who will back out. I believe also they would have to pay some level of recompense towards Saudi Arabia as well, um, i.e. what the Saudi Arabian Sports Authority has already played, paid on the um, current shows, which is about half of the expenses, if not all of them. Um, so basically, they will be getting a bill if they do pull out at this stage because they've invested a lot of money um, in Saudi Arabia into into sorting this out and getting this all arranged. Um, yeah, it's at least from what I remember, it's pretty much considered a joint venture, and I think they would they would owe quite a bit of recompense enough to potentially um, cause them to be back to going back to do the dumpster drosy money if they <laughs> if they did pull out. So, good times. They kind of need to survive right now. Yeah, they kind of do. With all the bad They've grown too fast. They've just ballooned. It's like WWE had their boom yeah. period. And then it just carried on like a balloon that gets out of control. It's just, it's now filling and the now... entire room. The rest of the wrestling world is on a boom, but the WWE is struggling yeah. so much. It's it's it caused some of the wrestling boom, but only in that it caused people to look into other areas within the wrestling world for their for their wrestling fix, it were, or for something yeah. different because they were just getting bored of the same thing. Well, that's thing what happens when out. you homogenize your product to such a degree. They've stripped down as much expense as they can that all the shows look the same. So. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really bad, isn't it? Um, this those were the days when they had different um, time. Yeah, different time trons, different stages, stages different for, for each different fireworks different, sequences, um, yeah. main events, all of these yeah. different things. Um, the different all made a difference. Yeah, um, I mean, the different sets to the main events. I can kind of understand why they would kind of shy away from it. Um, I mean, reportedly, we're talking ten years ago, and um, well, apparently those unique stages, if they didn't reuse them and built them from scratch, would cost anywhere in the region from um, from two thousand dollars up to ten thousand dollars, and that was by nineteen ninety eight money. So, I mean, who fucking knows how much it would cost now to do that? I mean, you'd probably be looking at fifty grand a pop, um, easy. But how much are they spending on the on the pyro for wrestling? <laughs> well, <laughs> quite a lot quite a lot but <laughs> quite I would a lot. unless they're getting it from you know cheap day from down well, the road pyros are be all right. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep pyros are us dear yeah. me right then get all your pyro needs <laughs> is there anything else that we need to talk about coming out of day one of our whatever what do I call this whiplash Wednesday no um, what was it? Thank Wild you, Card Jay. Wednesday. Wild Card Wednesday. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm here for. That's anything what I'm here else for. in regards to this? 
Just a little bit of impact Ooh, news. A little bit of impact um, news. Uh, Willie Mack and Rich Swan have re-signed multi-year contracts for that company. Excellent. Uh, Rich Rich Swan seems to be on fire at the moment with that company, with his um, storyline with uh, Sammy Callahan, um, which, weirdly enough, Willie Mack is kind of involved with uh, with Killer Cross, it's kind of a weird storyline that's weaving together. It's quite interesting to watch. So if you haven't seen that, go back, watch it, and piece it all together. It's quite interesting to see. And um, John Moxley, possibly going to impact. Of course. He's from Ohio. Yeah. OVE. Would um, make sense. Yeah, I mean, if... But will you do anything for him? If we're talking about John Moxley going to Impact, I certainly would like to mention that I called it first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Willie Mack's signing um, was considered quite huge um, when it was put together. Yeah, no, he's he's quite a big name on the independent circuit in, in yeah, America. Yeah, no, of course. Um, yeah. He's, he's got the skills back up as well, being one of the biggest names in, on the independent circuit. Mm. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, contractually, he has been with um, he has been with Lucha Underground for quite a while. Um, so much so that um, heading into the recent Crockett Cup event, they actually wrote a cease and desist to Crockett um, to try and stop them. But of course, now this announcement has been made. Um, the feeling within the NWA is that they've investing. Um, that they had invested time and effort into Mac and feel responsible for him becoming the hot thing. Um, so, yeah, no, Billy Corgan has done great things for yeah, Mac. Definitely. Um, other impact-related news is, of course, um, Sasha Banks recently um, Instagramming um, Tessa Blanchard um, with um, "Let's Wrestle." So there is some interesting, interesting stuff going on across there. Um, I mean, in the rebellion, we, we kind of saw a Tessa Blanchard face mm. turn in some degree um, by by having respect for Gail Kim after she beat yeah. her. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, hugging it out in the ring, being all facey yeah. about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'd be quite interesting because obviously um, Ty Valkyrie is the champion. She's now a heel. So it would make sense to make her the top face of the company instead. Mm. Yeah, I I didn't actually watch the match, but I heard it was all right. It was good. Yeah, check it out. You can you can find it by any means. Really. Um, well, I, be, I mean, I believe um, Impact Plus is something that we're going to be trialing. Impact Plus is yeah. probably the main one. <laughs> you should probably yeah, watch that's it definitely on. the one that we are going to be discussing over the next few weeks, as we are both downloading the free trial to that and kind of having a look. Um, well, I'm still trying to. It's buggy as yeah, hell. Yeah, that can that can sometimes be a bit of an issue. Um, maybe it might be worth waiting. Mm. Um, but we will look at that at some point. In the meantime, of course, Progress Wrestling's app might be the one that you go for um, as you are a big fan of Progress Wrestling. Um, after your recent jaunt, um, tell them what you tell them what's coming the, the, uh, next time we talk, Jay. <laughs> Sorry, I lost you there for a second, but we're not about progress. We'll talk um, Super Strong Style 16. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about progress on demand. Of course. Um, and we will talk about why progress is 
effectively better than WWE, in my opinion. Um, we'll have all that on the next episode. Controversial thoughts. Um, that episode will drop on Friday. Um, the reason that it will drop on Friday is because, of course, Progress are yet to air the finals um, of Super Strong Style. Jay had an absolute whale of a time. Um, certainly going to be an absolute whale of a time um, delivering more than one podcast to you guys this week once again. Um, we're glad that this is our wildcard week um, and it is wildcard Wednesday. So hope you guys have enjoyed this wonderful, wonderful podcast. Uh, Jay, any closing thoughts for all of our many myriad of listeners uh, final thoughts are um, if you only watch WWE uh, there are many alternatives out there um, like New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Impact MLW and also Progress uh, these companies are on the rise and I would t- definitely take advantage of that because they're putting out a great product at the moment yep and speaking of putting out a great product while you have got that pen with you um, please make sure that you note down that we are available on Anchor Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Breaker Overcast Pocketcast Radio Public and Stitcher once again that is Anchor Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Breaker Overcast Pocketcast Radio Public and Stitcher please remember to rate and subscribe Subscribe. Your ratings and subscriptions mean a lot more than just a listen. Um, obviously, we don't care whether you rate us down or rate us up. We prefer you to rate us up. If there is anything we can be doing better, please definitely feel free to get just yeah get in know. touch. Um, you can get us to get in touch with us on our Twitter account. Our Twitter account is at JFAB Podcast. That's at J F A B E Podcast. I also have one which is at Rich at JFAB or something. Um, Ah, so RJ uh, that's Fabe. it at rich rj fabe um which is really easy to remember if you remember that something i completely forget why i called it that but it's very confusing um the beard and bear power hour will of course be returning for its regular sunday slot this week so if that's the only thing you listen to this week, um, then you may just get us talking about the latest developments as to what we've talked about today, or you may get whole new content. Depends how quick the week goes, but let's definitely say it's going to be brand new and very, very interesting. Um, also, Hey, Rich, do you have any final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, leave a message in our message box. That's also on our Anchor FM page. <laughs> <laughs> if you leave a message in our message box, then you might get played on the show, and you can you can then use your phone to play it to all of your friends while you're gathered around the hearth watching Game of Thrones on Monday. Um, yeah, if, if you're not watching Game of Thrones, watch Game of Thrones. It's amazing. <laughs> I know it's not wrestling, but it might as well be at this stage. I did not watch Game yeah, of Thrones. Well, well wait but till yeah. it finishes and you can watch it. Yeah, watch it all. seriously, just watch it all. Just, just literally. I mean, wait until WWE does. No, well, yeah, yeah, two weeks, and it'll be, it'll all be, it'll all be dropped. I strongly recommend. Well, I've got so much progress to watch, Rich. What so you need much to progress. wait for is for WWE <laughs> to do go on to their Night of Champions run after SummerSlam because that will be dog shite again, and then you won't have any WWE to cover. Um, my, I'm just going to start from chapter one. That's what I'm doing this evening. I'm what? Just watching Game of Thrones. 
No, progress. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bear, 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 no bear way, out, right. everyone. Have a oh, nice time with the rest of your evening. You Thank are. you very much. Wherever Goodbye. you are. There you are. There you are. There you are. Yeah, yeah. 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 There you are. Yeah, there, right, right there now. Are. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Yeah. That's hey, where you are. There hey, you are. You, you, you with the headphones on. There you are. Just there. We're still here. Bit of a wrap. What are we in? <laughs> Ooh. Bit